Well, Courtney and Fernando took the show over without Todd since Todd started a new job. And uh, let's just say that things got a little off the rails multiple times. Buckle up, Halo fam. It's going to be interesting. I disconnected myself. Wow, that's how mad you were. It's okay. <laughs> Fernando will edit that out in post. Like I said, it's going to be interesting. Don't worry. <laughs> it gets much worse. Enjoy the episode. But first, a word from our sponsors. What's up, Halo fam? Halo Joe here. Just wanted to thank each and every one of you for checking out this new episode. Make sure to keep it tuned here to Halos in the Infields Baseball Network all season long as we drop content every day. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Also, make sure to crack the like button and leave a comment. Make sure you also smash that bell icon to be notified every time we drop an episode or go live. Also, check us out on our other platforms, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter. We can also be found on Apple Pod, Podbean, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Don't forget to leave that five-star review. Thank you again, Halo fam, and with that, let's get this show on the road. Make sure you check out our sponsor over at 714 Tickets. They take pride in providing their customers with transparent pricing and excellent service. With 714 Tickets, you don't have to worry about hidden fees or surprises at checkout. The price you see is the price you pay. Plus, their team is dedicated to ensuring that you have the best shopping experience possible. And as a special thank you, they're offering a 10% discount on your purchase as well as entering you in a drawing for a free Halo's jersey. Also, 5% cash back on your purchase. Only when you use the promotional code HITI at checkout. That's H-I-T-I, HITI. Get ready to shop with confidence and discover great deals today over at 714 Tickets. And Viva Los Angelitos, and welcome to Halos in the Infield. Today, we only have two of the three. I am Fernando, a.k.a. the Lone Star Halo, joined here by... What is up, you pieces of trash? It is Courtney, um, the San Bernardino Halo. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> there you go, the San Bernardino Halo. So, <laughs> uh, as I stated, it is just Courtney and I tonight. Uh, Todd got a new job, so uh, he, you know, he's still trying to work out his hours and all that fun stuff. Really, the boring life stuff is what I meant to say. But while we are at it, and before we get started, a special thank you to our sponsor, 714 Tickets. If you need a ticket to any event, seriously, a concert, Angels tickets, you name it. Hell, I just went to the Yankee Angels game, and I just went to a Phillies game today. And I used 714 tickets for both, and both let me use our checkout code HITTY, and I got 10% off, and I got 5% back for my future purchases. Great deal. Check it out. And the best part? No hidden fees like the other guys. And we also have other sponsors coming soon. Working on those as we speak. And you know what? While you're at it, go ahead and like, subscribe, comment down below uh, your reaction to the stuff we're saying. And make sure to give us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. Now that all that's out of the way, let's 
talk about these magnificent series that our Halos have played in, the Red Sox and the Yankees. But before we get into that, Courtney and I were talking off air about this extremely controversial alcohol sales situation. Now, in case you live under a rock and you don't follow us on TikTok, Matt Strom, who is a pitcher for the Philadelphia Phillies, made a comment stating that it's wrong that four major league teams have pushed back the sale of alcohol. In case you're wondering why that's a big deal, well, due to pace of play rules, MLB changed the time between pitches. So now a pitcher has like, I think, 15 seconds if there's nobody on base, and then 20 seconds if there is somebody on base to pitch the ball. So now that's cut roughly 30 minutes off of every game. So with that comes less concession sales. And what's the big part of concession sales, Courtney? Them alcohol, baby, them drinks. Yeah, them drink. Buy you a drink. Ooh. I need all my drinks. There you go. With a, with an A N K yeah. drank. Drinks, not yeah. drinks. I need drinks. Yeah, Courtney needs her drink. <laughs> so not only does she need her drink, many other people do. So to combat the loss of sales, some owners have started to push back the sale of alcohol from the seventh to the eighth inning. And pitchers like Matt Strom of the Phillies are speaking out saying that's a bad idea. And the argument is obviously that people aren't capable of being responsible and that it's not a good idea to put that responsibility and to assume people are going to have self-control. So now you guys are caught up to speed. I'm going to let Courtney start and then I'll rebuttal. Courtney, floor is yours. Well, I, I understand his point of view. And I think I, I think as Angel fans in general, I feel like maybe we can all sympathize maybe with this rule or with this um, stance, just because of course we lost Aiden Hart. Of course it was, we lost him to a DUI, um, unfortunately. And of course the, the person drinking survived. We always love that, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, I can, I can see how maybe it is, it's leaving too much room for, it's a margin of error, I guess I'll call it. Um, you know, pushing back the alcohol sales, you know, especially that means you're only going to have most of the time. And I, I would hope these stadiums are not letting their fans walk out of the stadium with a full beer can. Um, I'm pretty sure at least at Angel Stadium, you have to leave your alcohol in the, in the trash can or in the stadium before you leave and go to your car. Um, the stadium can only control the fans, of course, inside the stadium. Now, who's to say that, of course, you know, you still don't have some parking lot pimping people that, you know, have obviously still have more alcohol in their car. They're still going to go to a bar after. Um, so I do see how it can it can cause a lot of issues as far as you're going to have basically the last couple of fans there downing possibly an alcoholic beverage before they leave and get into their car, hypothetically, in a perfect world. But again, it's up to the adult because, I mean, at the same time, you can still consume alcohol at any point in any time of the day. You know, you still have people sometimes pre-gaming on the way to stadiums. 
Um, I know I'm guilty of that every once in a while. Um, you know, you still have people, again, consuming alcohol even after the game, especially if you take a tough loss like we do all the time. Um, so it's just one of those things where I can understand his point of view. I understand, you know, that some MLB owners and, uh, you know, stadium owners, they're trying to make their money back in some way because fans are not spending mu as much time in a stadium anymore. Um, maybe alcohol sales isn't the way to go. I mean, obviously you can still keep your team store open. You can still keep your other stores open that don't necessarily involve alcohol. But of course, who doesn't love charging $25 for a beer? So there's Especially when that. people pay it. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I'm really on the fence about it. I understand that it's obviously up to the adult to be you know, responsible of that, especially if you come with children, if you come with your family. Uh, but at the same time, I don't, I also think it's almost provoking it in a way, um, which also kind of sucks. So there's that. So let me start off by saying in no way do I feel bad for these billionaires losing out on some, a little bit of money. I want to preface that. Okay. I don't feel bad for Artie Moreno. Now I know the angels are not one of the teams that have extended the sale of alcohol just yet. You know, we'll see what unfolds. The Angels haven't really had a lot of home games yet at this stage of the year either. We're talking six. At the time of this recording, they they would have started, or at the time that you're listening to this, they would have just started a new series uh, yes. home stand. But um, you guys get what I'm saying. Certain teams have already extended the sale of alcohol. Angels haven't joined yet. We'll see what happens. But at the end of the day, I don't feel bad that there's billionaires losing out on money. But I also understand that the mentality has to shift to, okay, how can we stop you know, the loss of revenue, right? Alcohol is a giant uh, money generator for these owners. Everybody knows that. You know, you walk around a ballpark, you're going to see at least 60% of the people of age to drink with alcohol. That's just how it goes. They make tons of money off, like, uh, off of alcohol. Now, I understand what you're saying about, you know, why don't you keep other stands open? Most of the team stores are open post-game anyway. That's something normal. Concession stands, period, typically close around the seventh inning, eighth inning. So, yeah, maybe you extend those a little bit longer. Maybe you have your dessert, you know, your your ice cream shops open a little later, you know, in, in case people want, want some sweets There's at the end of the cookies. day. Yeah, exactly. Where's Kathy's cookies? Exactly. Have you had Kathy's cookies? I have, and they're so goddamn delicious. I will wait in that line every day. They are S tier, absolute S tier. They are great. Some of the best ballpark suites out of the 16 stadiums I've been to. Yes. But um, anyway, yeah, I, I, I understand the mentality. I understand Matt Strom and some people thinking that certain fans aren't responsible. And in Philadelphia, he's probably not wrong. But what I will say is what do you expect from the owners? <laughs> yeah, the owner's job is to minimize the loss, right? To make as much money as they can. And I get it. It's their business. It's the same thing that would happen if, you know, McDonald's lost money for something and now they have to, you know, try to minimize the loss, try to figure out how to bridge the gap. Any business owner would do that. So I don't blame them for that. But I also understand, like, you're putting people's lives at risk here. There's potentially some more DUIs around the corner. And God forbid, if we're talking about DUIs, we're talking about potential loss of life. That is not necessary. 
but you know that part goes without saying yeah definitely i think it's just one of those things where you just have to be cautious of and it i think it's at the end of the day again it's still up to the adult just because you can do that just because some stadiums the four stadiums have allowed you to do that doesn't mean that you should so you know at the end of the day it's up to you you know more than likely you're going to be the one driving you know you're in charge of your own life but maybe let's just not feed into the hands of these billionaires who at the end of the day most of the time don't even care about the fans uh they just care about that that green that That green get some of that squilla (laughs) exactly i will Uh, say though i mean like man can you imagine like being in the mindset like oh God damn it, it's the eighth inning. Let's go get another chorus. Honey, 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 where's my wallet? I need that $25. Hurry up, give me, give it to me right now. Woman, where's my super suit? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yeah, that's not, I definitely don't think. Please, Joe, I hope, I really hope (sighs) we're not stadiums that that do end up doing it but because Artie Moreno only cares about dollar signs and not people uh I'm pretty sure we will be soon headed in that direction as well we'll see what Moneybags Krabs wants to do he really does remind me of Mr. Krabs I wonder if he money 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 money. yeah I wonder if he walks like the little sound oh my god you know I've never seen Artie Moreno walk I've seen Artie Moreno a couple times in person but I've never paid attention to him walking I'm surprised he doesn't have like a bullpen cart that like drops him off whenever he has to make public appearances. You know what? Yeah, that is also true because I feel like that man is so entitled. He's like, I can't even walk on this parking lot ground. Please come pick me up. Like, yeah, right. Scrooge McDuck. It's all right. Artie Moreno, you already hate me. I know. Artie Papi. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay, so on that note, Let's talk a little bit about the Red Sox series. The Angels lost three out of four games. I mean, yeah, exactly why. So the first game, they lost three to five. The second game, they lost seven and nine. Third game, which was a Sunday game, they lost one to two. And then on Monday, the day that Otani pitched, we won five to four. And it was not because of Otani. Because of the rain delay, Otani barely pitched at all. Yeah. That was, uh, well, first of all, I just want to call out how you and Todd were a halo honking it all last. I wish I had the honk, honk, honk. I know. You guys were just like, we're going to win. We're going to take it. it, No. And then even me, I was wrong because I said we were going to split it. So we ended up just tanking that series. Um, And honestly, if it wasn't even for the rain, I feel like even though Otani was pitching, I feel like the rain was the only thing that helped us because we won. So there's that. Um, I think overall that was just one of our worst series. Um, that's when Thice had his uh his befuddlement and uh what was that? Two two catcher interference in the same game, same yeah. inning. Love that. We love that for us. Love that for us. Which definitely sounds like an angel's mishap. Um, you know, and I think that's when oh Hoppy started having his shoulder problems. I do applaud him for trying to play through it. Um, yeah, but now, now it ended up, you know, potentially costing him a bigger injury, but yes. So there's always we'll get, that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, we're getting there. Um, I mean, I think overall it just, we didn't play together as a team and uh, 
runners left on base is the mo is what's killing us right now. I think I don't know if we have the most runners left on base, but we for some reason running runners in scoring position, runners left on base is a killer for us. We just don't have those clutch hits. Our stacked lineup, quote unquote, that everybody keeps telling us about and we know about is not producing. Um, it's just one of those things where it's it's going to bite us in the ass. It's going to bite us in the ass. Um, Do you want to guess how many runners left on base we had that game? Oh if you have it in front of, I don't know if you have it in front of you, but don't pull it up if you don't. For the game, which game? For that game, yeah, the first game where we lost three to five. First game, um, I'm going to guess 11. No. What? You can, you can double that and still higher. 30 26 god damn that's okay let me let me just throw this out there if the runners you have left on base and if that's like your age if you're 26 years old that means you're too old to be on your parents insurance plan so if that's the amount of runners you have left on base it's a <laughs> freaking wrap it is over if you're 26 years old you're off your parents insurance and you sure as hell shouldn't be winning that. any baseball games. No. 26 runners left on base. Dude, Logan Ohapi and Renfro alone combined for 12 of those runs. Um, wow. 26 people left on base. That's not even, you know what? Shut it down. Shut the whole thing down. Everything. We just, wow. We suck. Um <laughs> We suck. I told you, I don't know something in that East Coast air, but we cannot we cannot perform over there. Maybe Ow. it was those horrible City Connect jerseys. Probably that yellow got in their fucking face. Like that's yeah. dude. I didn't know we were playing the Bruins. I'm scared of this college team. Yeah, no. Um wow, 26. I'm honestly baffled. That's not good, bro. Yeah, 26 is crazy. So Taylor Ward had four, Trout had zero, Otani had three, Rendon had one, Renfro had six. Jake Lamb, Mike, uh, Mike Lamb, as uh, Todd likes to call him, had one. Brandon Drury had one. Luis Renjifo had four. And Logan Ohapi had six we for a total that. of 26. Yeah, love to see it. Absolutely love to see it. Your boy Sandy did not get a win that day. No, he did not. So now that takes us to Jackie Robinson Day, where our boys in red lost nine to seven. And lose, they did. Yes. So, runners left on base. Once again, the story with 18 runners left on base. For those of you scoring at home, Taylor Ward, two. Trout, one. Otani, two. Rendon, four. Renfro, two. Urshela, one. Brandon Drury, three. Neto, three. And everyone's favorite, Dice, zero. We love that. Okay, I will say, Neto, I don't... We we love our boy Neto. I think he's still in his transition period. Um, I I do not I do not like that we made him start against the two hardest series for this month. No. Like why why not just wait till we come back home? Like by the time you guys listen to this, why not wait until today, which would be Friday? Why not wait till we come home so he can start against the Royals? That way, maybe it could be a little bit of a confidence booster. You know, like why why throw him in that type of situation? Because I think he wasn't he over four that first day or over three. 
Yeah. He didn't get it. He didn't get his first hit, I think, till like the third game of the series. Yeah. So, I mean, by the way, this was the game where Thice had the pitcher's interference. We love that. Yeah. That's what literally made us lose the game. Love that. Us. Absolutely love that for us. Uh, And don't worry, we're probably going to be getting a lot more Matt Dice now. So, super exciting. Uh, Your boy, Tyler Anderson, got lit like a firecracker. Four innings pitch, six earned runs. Love that for him. He now has a season ERA of 6.75. You're not going to win very many games when you only go four innings. You make your bullpen overwork themselves, and you give up six earned runs. And on top of all that, four walks. So, we're talking command issues. Tyler Anderson... You know, I'm not going to call him an overpay just yet. I mean, it was a three-year deal, especially after seeing what some of the other pitchers got. I'm not hitting the panic button yet, but I am definitely getting scared. Yeah, I think it's definitely something to be mindful of. Um, I think yeah. it's definitely something we should watch for the next couple of starts. Because, um, I mean, I can say that when Anderson is hot, he is definitely hot. But when he does not have a good game, it will definitely show. And at this point, it's like, I really hope he has more better, more better. Yeah, that's that's a lovely way yep. of putting it. Better yeah, starts. She went to college, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> college <laughs> educated, and that's my sentence. Um, I'm educated. <laughs> um, I hope he has better starts more than he has worse starts. And I think that's hopefully the, the payoff is, you know, hopefully he he has more shutout or at least better games than he does these flop type of games. And that was definitely a flop type of game. Um, You know, there's no way that one of our starting pitchers should only go four innings. Um, And it's just very unfortunate, especially when we're going to be getting, you know, deeper into the season and into these harder series where we should be able to rely on our starters to at least getting us to the sixth inning um, especially with the way our bullpen is set up. Cause I can't imagine, you know, Perry's going to be making any moves anytime soon for any, any more bullpen help. Um, at least not that I'm aware of, not that we're seeing. So, yeah. you know, it's just one of those things where our starters really have to pick it up. And that was just not the game to do it. Yeah. And this was also the game where Ryan Tapera went on the IL. Yes. Um, hate to see it. He's obviously not had a great season, but you know he he's having the he's having the discomfort, and we know what that means as Angels fans. Tommy John surgery, unfortunately, is probably right around the corner. I certainly hope not. Cheering for the guy wholeheartedly, but uh, I don't know. I'm pretty scared. So that takes us to Game Three, which was normally the wrap up game on a Sunday, but not in this case because of Patriot Day on the Monday. But the Angels lose this game two to one. And uh, the runners left on base was not nearly as bad. They only had seven. Still a higher number than you want to see, but you can live with single digits. What you can't live with is when it's, you know, too old to, it's old enough to drink and it's too old to be on its parents' insurance plan. Can't live with that. But I can live with seven. Seven, (laughs) we just started going to grade school, so we're okay. Uh, Reed Detmers gave up two runs in 6.1s in his pitch. Didn't have a horrible outing. Wance kind of finished it off there with a 1.2 and he's pitched and uh, yeah, that was it. Yeah. I mean, there was really nothing much to say other than just no, no help in the lineup. Like that's, you know, yeah, no again, run support, that, yeah. 
yeah, Detmers did not have an awful start. Like, I mean, we don't expect our pitchers to be perfect. You're not going to have a shutout game. You know, one or two runs is okay to give up, especially with the type of lineup that we are supposed to have that everybody brags about. And we can't push across more than one run, which is fucking baffling. It's baffling that we really could only score one run that game. Um, and I think it just goes to show, even, even if you have people struggling at the plate, like I know Mike Trout is struggling right now. Um, you know, even Otani has had a couple of games where he's just struggling, maybe not seeing the ball as well. Um, manufacture some runs, you know, why don't we just cause some havoc on the bases, not be stupid about it. Let's not get picked off somewhere. <laughs> Let's not get picked off at second, be you know? Phil? Yeah. Let's you. Not... <laughs> but, you know, those are the type of games, you know, where maybe we're smart about our base running, you know, why don't we bunt somebody over? Uh, maybe just not hit into a double play, you know, things that are should be simple. Um, and we, of course, do not make it simple. So there's that. Yeah, exactly. This was the game where Zach Neto led off for the first time in his career, and he still went 0 for 4. But the one thing I will say about Zach Neto is he hasn't had too many horrible at-bats. You know, the games that I saw in the Yankee Stadium, you know, those at-bats were incredible. But a lot of the at-bats here to introduce his career against the Red Sox, not bad at all. So let's now talk about the game that we ended up winning. This was the game that Otani pitched. A lot of people were excited, but Otani wasn't really a factor. He only pitched two innings, gave up one earned run, walked one batter. His season ERA is currently 0.86, which is magnificent. But he was taken out early due to the rain delay. This game was delayed multiple times due to rain. It was delayed before the game started, delayed after the second inning. And then it was delayed because of like pitch calm issues. This game was a mess. The only positive is that the Angels found a way to win this game all while having 16 runners left on base. So we were still struggling to score runs. Or to drive in runs, I should say. I mean, they scored five runs. That's enough to win a game, clearly, because we ended up winning. But 16 runners left on base still goes back to we're not doing a good job situational hitting. Thames has to teach these guys about the importance of small ball. But honestly, we just need to forget that because it's not the angel way. It hasn't been the angel way in a long time. Even when social was still here near the tail end of his career, it just hasn't been the angel way. Yeah, the angel way. I don't even know what the angel way is anymore. Just launch angle and strikeouts and hit. As and getting high with Matt Dice. Yes, exactly. Um, I don't know. Nachos. Yes, Nacho Knight. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think right now I'm just disappointed in our lineup altogether. And I think it's something that I've been disappointed in in a very long time. Um, we always say it every spring training, every preseason, oh, the Angels lineup is the most feared lineup in, you know, how many ever years. And we start playing and we look so stupid. And these guys don't know how to use the entire field. Like, you know, everybody's just pulling ball, pull the ball or pop up. And it's just like, dude, just go with the outside pitch, find a nice little hole. Like that was the whole point of banning the shift. You know, it's not just because lefties pull, you know, or somebody pulls, just use the whole field. And that's something that it, you know, it can be taught, but you just have to have the mental baseball mindset of just knowing things like that. 
and I've and we are just not there like it's and it's very frustrating like as a fan and as a as an ex-ball player myself it's very frustrating to see um but hey we still got the win um I just that runners left on base is just so heartbreaking yeah Courtney hates the machismo that a lot of these players have to you know wor- worry about the launch angle it's yeah. trash very trash I don't like it I don't the stat cast like all those things I am not a fan of like I'm just a fan of old school baseball honestly I didn't even care about the shift because I still have the mindset of you know especially with Otani when they were playing a shift on him you have legs like a goddamn gazelle why don't you just bunt it down the third baseline like why are you just I feel like he used to do that a lot more back in the day he used to be a lot more aggressive about it yeah and you know so i mean i was i never really cared about banning the shift or not um i mean i think you are more than capable of finding ways to make it work to your advantage but that's just me but i am definitely not a fan of the stat cast i don't care how hard you hit the ball if it's a direct line drive out to somebody like i don't care i don't care how hard you hit the ball if you're hitting into a double play you know, I don't even care how far your home run goes if it's just a solo home run and we're losing. Like, it, those are things that I just don't find important. I'm just like, why? I don't I don't care. I don't care about it. So, meh. I digress. Fair enough. Okay. So, anything else about the Red Sox series? No, we sucked. And then we, I think we see them soon. I think we see them in May already. They uh, They come back home. Angels come home and we play them May 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. Woo! The series before you guys see me, because I'll be in town on May 28th. So we're going to try to reach out to 714 tickets about getting a bunch of tickets for the Halo fam. Hopefully, we can get everyone from the podcast there. Hopefully, we can give some tickets out to our fans. And we can have Halo Hawk nights when we sit in the 800 section so goddamn high that we feel like Snoop Dogg on top of a blimp. <laughs> and we can talk about John Stamos and his beautiful hair. Oh, God, that was a good one. That was a good one. I like oh, it. Oh, Johnny boy. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, May 28th, I'm, I'm hoping to be in town. I'll be in, well, I'll for sure be in town for my sister's graduation, hoping to make the voyage up to Anaheim to see the Angels play the Marlins. Why? Because nobody in their goddamn mind wants to watch that game. So I nobody figured cares. that's the game I want to go to. Yes, that's it. <laughs> it's a Sunday. It's going to be late in May. It's going to be hot as balls, and everybody knows it. That's why we want to sit in the 800 section. We're going to sit on top of the stadium on the roof just cooking. Yep, I want to be as close to close to the sun as possible. I want all UV rays hitting my skin. Hell yeah! I want to get Todd one of those like little like mirrors, you know, that people used to tan. And then I'm gonna try to put the, uh, I'm gonna uh, put like these hot dogs on his bald head. That way, it kind of cooks like a griller, like they do like at a Seven Eleven. Like the rotisserie. Yes, yes, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. John is gonna listen to this and be like, "There's no way I'm letting these two do the show ever again." <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Todd also let Randy talk him into putting a banana in his asshole. So that is true on the post game. Yeah, post game lives be getting wild. I hope, yeah. and I apologize if there is because I, I really hope seven for one four tickets is not listening to those. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, as definitely. a woman, I did not sign up for any of that, so please don't blame me. Uh, well, that's why we that's why you don't host the post game shows 
<laughs> people are going to be like, all right, well, Courtney, we need you to shove an entire Dunkin' Donut up your asshole. No, thank you. That's what we're not going to how do. Would, how would that work? And would it just crumble? I See, think now so. we're I just think... too deep into this thought. Melt. Yeah. You know oh, God. What are those sprinkles? Or like the lady in Philadelphia called it Jimmy's. Have you ever heard sprinkles referred to as Jimmy's? no what this lady asked me she was like what color jimmies would you like i was like i don't know what you just asked me ma'am she's like jimmies and i'm like you can say it again that doesn't make <laughs> that doesn't make me she's like jimmies i'm like sprinkles she's like yes yes sprinkles she's like do you want the chocolate or the rainbow and i was like i'll take the chocolate jimmies <laughs> no i would have looked at her dead in the face be like ma'am I don't care how slow, fast, or loud you say it. I'm not understanding what the fuck you're telling me right now. <laughs> well, it's funny because I guarantee everyone in Philly is like, oh, yeah, I'll take I'll take the jimmies. Yeah, they know what that means. Yeah, no, thank you. I guess our dumb California brain doesn't doesn't comprehend that. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Ma'am, I'm a Texan. No, you are not. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. All right. So here we go. Yankee series. Game one. Your boy was there. <laughs> I took a half day, drove over the George Washington Bridge from Hohokus, New Jersey. That is the name of an actual place. <laughs> Can you imagine telling your friends, oh, yeah, I just live uh, down over there in uh, Hohokus, huh? But no. That's how they I... talk. <laughs> I live over there in uh, Hohokus. Yeah, no, New Yorkers talk very aggressively. Like, not not necessarily they're aggressive people, but they talk very aggressively. I've met yeah. a couple in my life, and I'm just like, why do you talk like that? Why are you yelling at me? I'm right here. Obviously, <laughs> I've met a lot over the years. But um, I will say this about Yankee Stadium. So I've been now, as of the time of this recording, to 16 Major League Baseball stadiums. Yankee Stadium, mid. Best way to describe it. It's mid. It's fine. It's okay. People like some of the YouTube comments we got were people like, I'm trying to be open-minded to your viewpoint, but it looks nice to me. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, it looks nice. That's that's it. It looks nice. Yeah. I, I think, I don't know. I feel like, well, because, and then you have to take into account like, but that's new Yankee Stadium. Because I feel like old Yankee Stadium. Yes, yes exactly. If, if people ever went to it, I feel like that's the historical part of it. Like people prefer old Yankee Stadium, obviously the history yep. over new Yankee Stadium. I've personally never been to either one of them, so I really can't tell. I hope to get there sometime soon. But I mean, from from your vlog, from the video, I mean, it definitely looked nice. It looked okay. I definitely wouldn't say it's one of the best stadiums because I've already been down to Petco and um, San Francisco. Yeah, this that too, yes. Um, but Petco and San Francisco Giants Stadium to me, those are actually, you know, two of the best stadiums that I've been to personally. And I've already been to well, I went to old Ranger Stadium, not new one, even though they built it directly across the street. Yeah, the new so one just looks like a Lowe's. Oh, wow. Love Literally, that. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> But I've been to Old Ranger Stadium. I have been to Colorado Rocky Stadium. I will say beautiful that, ballpark. Yeah, that is a beautiful ballpark. The yep. scenery does help. Um, you know, make it be a, a better ballpark. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I've also been to the two shittiest ballparks, uh, Tampa Bay Rays and Miami. So, you know, and th those were like meh. So you know Miami? I have. 
Yes. The old one or the new one? Old one. Okay. <laughs> that's that's why football stadium. Okay. Yeah. That's well, why I was Oakland too, right? Yes. And I have been to Oakland. Yes. The cement box, as you called it. Yes. Okay. Let me see. I need to, I need to pull up my list. I've been at every West Coast stadium except for Seattle. Yeah. Uh, I have I, been to Seattle. I was hoping to knock that off the list this year, but where that will not be happening. So that's okay. Yeah. It's going to be a mission for me to get to Seattle. Um, why? Of course, now that I need to find this list, I can't find it. But um, yeah, Yankee Stadium was fine. It was nice. And that's the best way to describe it. Okay, okay. So I pulled up the list. So I've been at San Francisco, been to Dodger Stadium, Petco. I've been to Yankee Stadium, obviously the Big A. I've been to the National Stadium, the Cubs, the Rockies, the A's, the White Sox, the Rays, the Diamondbacks, the Orioles, the Brewers, the Rangers, and now the Phillies. Wow. How is Orioles? Uh, Orioles is arguably my favorite. It's that or a uh, chorus field for my favorite, but, uh, Philadelphia is up there now too. Philadelphia was a great ballpark. I absolutely loved it. I'll touch yeah, on that a little your, bit later. Uh, yeah. From your Instagram stories and stuff from tonight, they looked, uh, it looked really fun. It looked really nice. Like I enjoy it. So yeah, you'll get to see the vlog when, if, when you guys are listening to this first thing in the morning, the vlog should be up hopefully at night or really, really early Saturday. So stay tuned for that. It'll be out early, early this weekend, but um, Yankee stadium, uh, the people were super friendly. I was pleasantly surprised. I was sitting in the bleacher and everyone always talks about the bleacher creatures. I got to see the judges chambers, you know, where they have the little Aaron judge section Unfortunately, oh. nobody was wearing wigs or robes like I've seen on the TV or the MLB The Show video game. Man. Fake news. You guys are fake news. <laughs> so I felt like I was robbed of that experience. Uh, speaking of being robbed of an experience, Shohei Otani jerseys being sold at multiple places at Yankee Stadium is absolutely bananas. That's wild. I think that just goes to <laughs> I. I really hope they're not trying to hint at the fact that they are trying to steal him away from us. But I think it just also goes to show like that's how much of an impact Shohei Otani has yeah. made in baseball in general. Like you just have to respect it at this point. Um, so well, he's I, a generational I, talent. Yeah. So I definitely thought that was a nice little, you know, tip of the cap homage to him. Um, I do feel, you know, hopefully he's getting some contract money from that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I know, right? I'm, I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does, you know, because it, it, it's a officially licensed merch. So I would imagine because using his likeness, he gets something. Yeah. But um, what was that? That series, I said that we were going to get swept. I was wrong. I will always say I am wrong when I am wrong. I was um, the good luck charm, at least for that game. Yes, we did <laughs> win one out of three for that series. Uh, so that we still lost the series, but, you know, it was not a sweep. So I guess that's always something to be proud about i don't know I don't yeah know. jose suarez didn't pitch incredibly that first game he didn't pitch horribly either um kind of left himself hanging loaded up the bases and but andrew wants was able to get out of a tough jam and i was terrified aaron judge was coming up with bases loaded i believe there was one out at the time yeah and wants was coming out and i understand wance is having a good year so far but I mean, that's still kind of a name that when you hear, because he's still, you know, pretty early on in his Angels career, you know, he, do, he doesn't really have too much 
legitimate major league experience when he's up with the Angels, where they just give him the keys to the kingdom. Normally, yeah. he's been a, a, a spot bullpen guy. He comes in, you know, he'll pitch two or three games, and then they'll send him back down. Yeah. That's kind of been Wance. But um, he's really impressed me so far this season, and he really impressed me there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think in or just to be put in that situation, especially again when you have Judge coming up, um, I do agree with Todd. I think I did listen to one of his post games. I do think Judge is sometimes very overhyped. Oh, yeah. I don't. I definitely don't think he is up to like a Mike Trout standard as far as outfielders go. Um, I do believe it's just because this guy is a is a freak and not necessarily in a derogatory way this man is six seven playing center field like you know he's not the a typical build for an outfielder I mean I would expect this guy to be a linebacker somewhere you know so I think half of the attraction is just fact of his size and the fact that he can even play baseball decently not necessarily great but decently um but I mean, again, just to even get him out and get him out of that situation, you know, that I tip of the cap, tip of the cap. I definitely think that Wance is improving. I feel like, you know, with more experience, he can be one of those guys where we can trust, um, you know, in situations like that. Still kind of shaky, but, you know, he, I think he's doing very well so far. Um, I think overall, I think when it comes to our bullpen changes, who and when to take out in certain situations, i I think Nevin's kind of just been fumbling the bag a little bit, especially when it came, when it comes to like taking out more, you know, sometimes he'll take out Matt Moore and put somebody else in and we're just like, why Moore was doing fine. So there's stuff like that. Sometimes he overthinks a little bit. Yeah. I think you just, sometimes you just have to let it play out. Like don't, don't let the left-handed right, left-handed versus right-handed, you know, I, sometimes I don't think that stuff is absolutely necessary in certain situations. Um, And I think, I think that's where Nevin just fumbles the bag to where maybe he he is thinking about that. Like, oh, well, this batter does bad against left-handed pitching. You know, let me throw in a left-hander. And it's just like, well, if our right-hander is doing fine, just let him finish it out. Like, that's stupid. So, yeah. Let me say this about Aaron Judge. Well, since you brought it up, then, you know, since Todd said that he was overhyped. We're talking about a guy who's a 283 career hitter for his, you know, for his average. It's above yeah. average. It's above average. I mean, average is 255. Yeah. 283 might not get you in the Hall of Fame. Now, once we're talking about, you know, he has 226 home runs. He's 30 years old. He's been in the league since 2016. So, you know, he, and he's got a career 394 on base percentage. Now, that's crazy. Yes. He almost gets on base 40% of the time. Yeah. So that's impressive. I will tip my cap to that. And let me also say this. In a parallel universe with Aaron Judge is drafted by the Angels and he plays his entire career on the Angels, I'm a big Aaron Judge fan. I like Aaron Judge. He's a humble kid. He looks happy to be there. You know, there's a lot of those guys who you get the persona of their assholes. I don't get that with Aaron Judge. I feel like Aaron Judge is probably a gracious kid. You always see him smiling on the field. You see him laughing with his teammates and having a good time. I've always respected Aaron Judge. I like him as a ball player. I just hate that he's a Yankee. Mm-hmm. No, I, I mean, I could definitely agree with that. You know, like if, again, if he was an Angels, you know, Angels outfielder, I would definitely probably be a, a Aaron Judge stan. I'd be like, oh, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. but um, the fact that he's wearing that, those Yankees pinstripe, I'm just like, meh. Mm, yeah, no, public you. enemy number one. Sorry. Exactly. Yeah, uh, you might as well be a Dodger. I mean, I hate the Dodgers the most. Yankees are a close <laughs> second. 
Definitely. And I think, and I do want to say that I think because you went to a Yankees game and you were at Yankee Stadium, I don't know maybe if it's just the mentality of maybe Yankees fans in California, but I feel like the Yankees versus Angels game here in Anaheim is a completely different environment than it would have been like to than you went to because you were at Yankee Stadium. I, for some reason, because I know some Yankee fans, obviously, here at home. And those guys are very aggressive. And they're yep. almost up there with Dodgers fans. And I'm just like, yep. why? Why are you so aggressive? Especially because for some reason, we actually play the Yankees better here at home. So yep. I'm just like, why Why the hostility? Why are you like this? Yeah. But that's just me and my personal take. I'm, no, I'm no, no, no. You're, you're completely right. So yeah. the Yankee fans that I met at Yankee Stadium, they were super nice, super welcoming, uh, especially when I told them that I have to fly out there every month to help with the rat issue. Then they got super, super, super nice. They're like, oh, thank you so much. I'm like, yeah, exactly. You better shut up and not give me a hard time or I won't kill the rats for you. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, the ones at Angel Stadium, a-holes, rude, entitled. So the next time you go to an Angels game, uh, against the Yankees at Angel Stadium, you let them know that Fernando from Halos in the infield said that your fans are soft as hell at your home ballpark. That you guys are quiet, like it's like you guys were at church. You guys only got excited and loud when Aaron Judge was coming up with bases loaded. And when he flew out to the outfield, you guys went absolutely mental, like your dad just came back from the grocery store with milk that he promised five years ago he was going to come back with. <laughs> Yeah, oh, no. uh -huh. a little far, maybe. I can make that joke. For those of you who know, you know. But I'm not going to go public with that. That's that's personal information. But if you know, you that's know. That's all right. I like it. I if like you know, it. You know, I can make that joke. I can make that joke. I like this side of Fernando. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I that. I so mean, I'll, yeah. It, same thing with Phillies fans. So don't let these East Coast fans walk all over as Halo fan because they are full of it. They don't care. The Phillies game today against the Rockies, literally, I heard them get excited one time when Kyle Schwarber hit a foul ball to the third deck. That was it because they thought it was a home run. I'm like, bro, that ball is so foul. That ball is more foul than half of the mouths on our network. Wow, that's sad. Cor is it Courtney, Randy, Todd, when they're doing rants, foul yeah. mouths like that. <laughs> Yeah, that's a lot of foul. Yeah, that's way foul. <laughs> way foul. Yeah, that's actually very interesting because I, I feel like that maybe it's just the California mentality. I don't know. Like somehow, somehow that California mentality gets stuck into like a Yankees fan or some type of East Coast fan mentality. And it's just like, no, like you guys are actually complete polar opposites. So what? So maybe California people are just assholes. Maybe it's that. Yeah, I miss that. I know everyone in California. Yeah, no. Everyone in California always like drives aggressively. Like they need to get somewhere. I'm here for it. I miss it. That's what that's what I need. Yeah, because people in New York, zero aggression about anything. So yeah, they're just taking a stroll because they know at some point, you know, a rat's gonna come get them. So <laughs> oh, a rat bigger than their baby. Yeah, exactly. So they're just like, oh, I'm not in a rush to get home to that. So. That's yeah, fine. exactly. So yeah, we won game game one. Jose Suarez was able to pitch at least decently enough to get the Angels a win. Whether he was responsible or not, probably not. But you know, no. I, I I said his name and he looked over and he went, and I was super here for it. 
Yeah. Uh, we don't really need to talk about the last two games of the Yankee series. We lost. We lost two to three, and then we lost three to nine. I definitely don't want to talk about the three nine game. Your boy Sandy got his cheeks clapped. Yes. Wrong. Absolutely pummeled. No lube. It was a bad time. Yeah, it was a very bad time. I was getting the uh, I was just getting the alerts. I actually didn't watch the game, but even just getting the alerts, I know he had a hard time get, just getting out of that first inning. And I was like, oh, that's great. This is good. This yeah, is I was good. getting I was getting from the tweets from our beat reporters that most that I think all of them now don't have blue check marks. <laughs> yeah, I just I actually just see that. <laughs> well, I was like, oh no. And Steve Granado made a tweet that said, bro, without the blue check marks, the MLB trade deadline is going to be insane. Yeah, that is going to be wild. Everyone's going to be just saying just the craziest stuff. The most outlandish things, and you don't even know if it's real or not. And now we're just going to be like, uh, uh. Yeah, like- Gio Rochella was traded for a bucket of popcorn. People are like, no. And they're going to go on ESPN and say Gio Rochella was traded for a bucket of popcorn. No! Yeah, we're going to like Moneyball Oakland type of trades. Like, yeah. so give you Shohei Otani. Yeah, you give me a soda machine and I'll give you Shohei Otani. Dry clean rally Chris's monkey suit and I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you freaking whoever, Mark Pryor. Like, isn't he just a coach now? So you understand why the stakes are low. <laughs> He's just a coach now. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. <laughs> The, the biggest news to develop out of the end of that Yankee series was Logan O'Hoppy going down. So Logan yeah. O'Hoppy left the game early. He left in, I believe, the ninth inning. Um, and yes. he was full of tears. Now, he claims that the tears were because he didn't want to miss any time. Did the tears make you extra worried? I know it takes a lot for a man to die. So well, especially in public. Were- yeah, especially on public stage bad, and especially in front of you. Um, but I it takes a lot for a man to cry. I personally thought he was just in that much it's excruciating pain. Wow. Um probably only cried one time for an injury, and that's when I literally tore my ACL, which is pro- to me, just from personal experience, one of the worst injuries I've ever suffered, and I feel any athlete can possibly suffer. Yeah, um, up there up for just, sure. Yeah, like, but other than that, just to see him go down, I think as Angels fans, this is going to make us very worried because we still don't know when Stassi's back. I don't even know he could be basket weaving somewhere right now. Like we we have no. I like to imagine him crocheting. Yeah, like I don't. I, I get major crochet vibes. <laughs> Yeah, so we have no update on Stassi. We don't know what's happening, when he's coming back, when he's expected to come back. I mean, again, I hope his family or whatever he's dealing with, I hope he's okay. But now it's to the point where we really just don't have a catcher. Now we're putting all our faith into Matt Theis, which is not saying much. Um, You know, I'm thinking maybe if, depending on Ohapi's evaluation, I feel like maybe we'll see Wallach come up. Yeah, he's on the taxi um, squad already, so. Yeah, so I think that's, I I would I prefer Wallach, correct? Just one of those things where Thice, I don't know if he's burned the bridge. say Odell bridge for me, because everybody knows, I've been a long-time listener, I cannot stand Joe Odell. So Thice is in 
right don't think he's ready to be our of course our full-time catcher like that that's not a nice job right now no no yeah I was out on Matt Dice already and then the whole catcher's interference thing happened and it just got even worse okay so the only problem pitchers that we have is for the Royal series uh, nothing's been announced yet for the A's so let's talk real quick about the upcoming pitching matchup. So for Star Wars night on Friday, April 21st, which is the day most of you guys are probably listening to this, Taylor Clark of the Royals, who is 1-0 with a 6.75 ERA and 12 strikeouts, will face Shohei Otani, who is 2-0 with a 0.86 ERA and 27 strikeouts. Does Shohei Otani outduel Taylor Clark? I hope to God, yes. I I would like to say this is an easy dub. Um, okay. I yes. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say Shohei Otani gets a quality start. I'm gonna say he strikes out at least ten batters, and I think he I, I think he dominates. I think he maybe gives up a run. I think it'll be like maybe like an early solo shot. I think he he settles down from there. But uh, once that's out of the way, I, I I think the Angels cruise to victory here. It'll be like a three one, maybe a four one type of game, if all goes well. You know, especially because Taylor Clark, I mean, doesn't really seem to be dealing with anything magical over here. So that takes us to Saturday's highly anticipated matchup. The 0-3 Zach Grinke with the 4.03 ERA with 17 strikeouts. Yeah, that Zach Grinke, is he cooked? It's up to you. Against our pitcher, who's probably cooked, Tyler Anderson. 1-0 with a 6.75 ERA and 10 strikeouts. For some reason, I feel it's going to be our hardest I'm not too sure why. I still will win. I think it'll just be a close win. It's gonna like we're just gonna look like why did why was it that close? Why did any of this happen? So I do feel like Anderson will pull it out. It's just gonna be one of those things where like we we just kind of look and we we have to hold our breath like ha huh, like no. Yeah. Uh, but but I do think we will get the dub. Okay, yeah, you know, I agree with you on the dub. I think Saturday, April 22nd, it's going to be the home run derby in Anaheim. I think it's going to be like playing MLB Slugfest on rookie difficulty. <laughs> I think it's going to be like a – it's, it's going to be a football score, I think. It's going to be a low-end football score, but I think it's going to be a football score. We're talking like 14-10. It's going to be one of those type of games. Oh. I do think we win that game. I, I, I oh. do – yeah, I do think it's a 2-3 uh, situation uh, for the series. And that takes us to Sunday, which I've kind of already predicted we're going to lose by saying it's going to be 2 out of 3. Jordan Lyles, who is 0-3 with a 3.91 ERA and 18 strikeouts, will be going up against Reed Detmers, who is 0-1 with a 4.50 ERA and 19 strikeouts. I think we end up losing that game. I'll definitely agree with you on that one. I think uh, we're just going to go two for three for the series. We're not going to get the sweep. Uh, for some reason, I just feel like we're going to have a hard time closing it out. Um, and I and I think people think I'm joking when I say like, oh, because of the sun, we're going to lose. And I <laughs> what happens with our boys, like, you know, especially like for some reason, if it's too hot, the weather, you know, something is just going to throw us off to where it's just like, nope, can't play. Um, you know, and I will also follow this up with, I am, 
I am, of course, a diehard Angels fan, but I will say that the Royals series is going to be a little bit heartfelt for me. Um, so Kyle Isbell is actually the center fielder currently for uh, Kansas City Royals. I played travel ball majority of my life with his older sister, Jenna. And uh, so it is very that nice means. to see uh, this once, yeah, 15-year-old boy that... I used to be so annoyed by because he used to annoy all of us because that, you know, that's his older sister's friends, uh, but he is now in the MLB. Um, so yeah. I will say that I do hope Kyle, if he ever hears this, I hope he does well. Um, I did find it funny that there was a meme put out or not even a meme, just really a screenshot of the Kansas City Royals current baseball stats. As far as ever. Kyle was leading the way six. Well, not saying much, but, uh, you know, the kid does well. I will say that. Okay. But overall, Angels are going to take that small part of me. Just hope Kyle does well. Okay, that's understandable. I, I-, I can see you there. It's kind of like how, uh, you know, if-, if my boy Ty Buttry makes the MLB club for the Ash. Oh. Okay, I don't know what the hell happened there. Oh, what are you t- Oh no. Try try stopping your video. Try stopping my video. Yeah, I've edited this so long. I've already kind of decided that this is probably gonna be an audio only because like the last like two or three minutes has been super choppy. Yeah, I think you froze a couple times too. Yeah, it's like your video, I mean. Okay. Um, yeah, so I, I totally understand where you're coming from about, you know, cheering on your, you know, your friend's brother. I, I understand that completely. It's kind of like how, you know, Ty Buttery, like, that's my boy. We've turned into pretty damn good friends. Uh, I've been fortunate enough to have a good relationship with him. We text all the time. Um, so like if Ty Buttery goes up to Houston to play for the Astros, even if it's against us, I'm still going to cheer for my boy. I'm not going to cheer for the Astros in any way, shape, or form because I do not like the organization. But then, you know, that's your friend. <laughs> you know, you, you got to watch him grow also, I'm assuming, because of his, you know, badly named sister. No offense to her. I'm sure she's great. <laughs> I'm merely talking about the name. If you know, you know. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm going two out of three here. I think the Angels pick up the dub. And I don't think Reed Demers is a reason why we lose on Sunday. Unfortunately, I think, you know, the blowpen is going to have to come into play eventually because that's just been the trend, and I think that'll be the day. Yeah, I think it's just going to be close out the series, but Kyle is my friend. Um, I hope he does well. And then Ty, we need to get Ty back on the show. Ty's been on the show plenty, but you (laughs) weren't here. I know I wasn't here. I took a hiatus. I took a hiatus. I got it. I had some things to deal with, but that's, that's right. But we need to bring him back. <laughs> I We can reach out to him. I just don't know how many people want to oh listen to an Astros player. <laughs> people are like, that's why is this great. guy on? But I will say this. I know Todd's <laughs> hoping to come to Texas to visit me and go see the Rangers ballpark. So we need to try to find a day where you can come also. Everyone's welcome to stay in my apartment. I have tons of room and tons of beds. 
Yes, we need to. Yeah, let's take the Halos and Infield podcast on the road. Why don't travel? Let's travel to different stadiums. Well, the Rangers, the <laughs> Angels play it. the Rangers in like wait, the middle of June. So I'm just throwing that out there. Just throwing that out there. I graduate in June. I wait, hold on. It's the middle of I, June. Um, I graduate from Oregon State. Oh, okay. I was like, it's June 17th I graduate, so... Well, this is June 12th, 13th, 14th, and 15th. What's happening here? Oh, okay, okay. Mm, I don't know about all that. That's a lot of traveling, but we'll see. We'll, we'll, see. we'll figure it out. At some point this year, maybe... maybe I, know, I think they come back in September, so maybe we can try to work something out. But... Um, yeah, that's, that's what okay. we have about the Red Sox series, the Yankees series and uh, what's coming up with the Royal Series. So we're both predicting a series victory. I think this is the first series you're predicting an Angels series uh, win. A win, yes. I'm finally not negative. So mark it, book it. I know there's going to be somebody in the comments to be like, oh, she's so negative all the time. I'm starting to get people DM me on Instagram about how negative I am. Well, there you go. Her honk's showing now. She's showing her honks now. Not literally. Don't try to look for, don't try to look for provocative photos of Courtney. That's not okay. (laughs) Yeah, please don't. uh, I will, I will block you so fast and I will get the, I will cancel you so fast. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, so, we're, yes, we're not opening the OnlyFans until Todd posts either the red thong photo or the banana situation. But that'll be our introduction to the OnlyFans scene. Exactly. Why don't, we, why don't we sexually harass Todd first before we sexually harass the one woman on this show? So let's, yeah, exactly. Let's do that. Swilly's TikTok has taken we off, so now she's kind of moved on to that. Exactly. I know. Good for Slay, but she, yeah. Because I, I, I do remember seeing Swilly um, last year, I, even though I wasn't on the show. I was still watching everything. She did very well, so I'm very happy yeah. for her. We love Swilly. You, you go, Swilly. Yeah, she's um, welcome anytime. Swilly, I, I know yeah. you occasionally check so we, in. You're welcome anytime. We love you. But <laughs> So we have the KC series at home, and then we have a four game series with Oakland do we want to just on that or would we like to table that and stack? yeah I don't know the probable pitching situation yet I mean obviously Otani will be pitching one of those games uh Jose Suarez is going to be pitching one of those games so I'm assuming Canning will as well uh honestly there's no reason why we shouldn't win this homestand you know these are two beatable teams I think combined they don't even have double digits and wins if you combine their records so this should be a very winnable yeah. homestand. I'm not going to get into predicting the A series, but there's no reason why we shouldn't come up with more wins and losses okay. here. Yeah, definitely. I think that I think the Oakland series, I'll go ahead and just book mine. I'll say I'll say three out of four for some reason. I don't Ooh. know why, but we just still have that one game where we'll just pull it. But um, that's Damn. all right. I think we still come out of the Oakland. I know three out of four. I know, and a two out of three. Man, her honks, her her honk really is out. She her halo honk is showing. Jesus, who am I? But that's all right. Book it, mark it down. I think 
I think that'll be um, a good series. We're going to be ending the month with at least a homestand that we're ending the month with. Um, I know hypothetically speaking, we, I think we end up for, um, but it's a good homestand. I think really going to be a really homestand while we boost some confidence, um, you know, just a series, just what to manage of, you know, these weaker quote unquote weaker teams. Um, so let's just do work. Yeah. Well, uh, as, as we wrap up here, let me just remind you guys, if you guys need tickets, 714 Tickets is the place to get the best deals. No fees ever. Use code HITI at checkout, H-I-T-I. Make sure to follow us on all of our social medias. Give a five-star review. Follow our friends from the various pages as well. Facebook, head on over to Halo Joe. is the best Facebook page out there. Make sure to like and subscribe, even though we're not going to be putting this on YouTube because of the choppy video. But um, yeah, head over to our YouTube. Check out my vlogs from Yankee Stadium and soon Citizens Bank Park. I will be hopefully at Wrigley Field on Sunday. If you guys want to see a vlog for that, clearly you guys seem to enjoy the vlogs because I was like, bro, Randy was like, dude, just vlog all these baseball stadiums you go to. And I was like, dude, nobody wants to see that. But like there was an overwhelming amount of votes for people like, no, we want to see it. So I'm assuming it's going to be the same thing with Wrigley Field. So I'll probably make another vlog for that. But um. Yeah, Citizens Bank Park was awesome. Super underrated stadium. If you guys are ever in the area, I recommend that. And if you can, drive the three hours south and go to Camden Yards. If, you know, I skipping Nationals Park, you could probably do that. It was fine. It was cool, but it wasn't incredible. Same thing with Yankee Stadium. You're going to Yankee Stadium because of the name, not because of what it is. You're going to Yankee Stadium because of what it was, not what it is currently. So that's really all I can say about that. Check out the Yankee Stadium blog, and you can truly get my experience. Courtney, anything in closing? Nope, but your audio is so bad right now. Yeah. <laughs> my computer wants to go to sleep. It's one in the morning over here, so. Well, I on- love that. That's This is why we need Todd, because you are just, just to, we're, blowing it right now exactly (laughs) dropping the ball well on behalf of all of us here at halos in the infield have a good day everybody and viva los angelitos